This is a previously recorded episode. This show is broadcasting live from Detroit Sound Studios above Activate Gaming and is part of the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 39 of the Ninja Starship Podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy McKnight, and we are broadcasting live from Podcast Detroit Studios above Activate Gaming in Ferndale, Michigan. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by the Falling Down Beer Company, providing us with this delicious Ninja Chicken, the official ale of the Ninja Starship. Even though it's not really, I don't care, it says Ninja. Uh, celebrated its third anniversary yesterday. Podcast Detroit was there broadcasting live. They had this anniversary ale, this Fire and Blood Orange Triple IPA, Jess. This was 20% yeah. alcohol. It was like per five yeah. ounces. Cool. So just little pieces, man, just fucked you up right away. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, also, they had amazing food. I had the uh, the Pub Burger special. Uh, thanks to head chef Karen Potter for taking special care of myself and the podcast Detroit crew. Announcements. Next week is the 40th episode of the Ninja Starship, and we are celebrating by extending the show to two full hours. That gives us so much more room for activities. Will, are you excited? I can't wait. So many activities. So many. Ooh, so many activities. <laughs> Uh, also, the con is uh, the con schedule is definitely filling up. The Starship will be appearing at the Great Philadelphia Comic Con April 22nd through the 24th, Motor City Comic Con May 13th through the 15th, plus Catch POI family Josh Hawks and the newest member of the podcast Detroit family, host of An Elegant Weapon, my Canadian tree ninja Jason Clark at the Denver Comic Con June 17th through the 19th. And just announced Power Morphicon in Pasadena, California. August 12th through the 14th. Just Starship Engage. 12, 11, 10, 9, ignition sequence start. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ninja Star! What's up, Ranger fans? This is Steve Cardenas, a.k.a. Rocky the Red Power Ranger. Hey, this is Eugene Clark from... George Romero's Land of the Dead. Hey, this is Jason Font from Power Rangers Time Force. Hi, this is Mike Zapsick from AMC's Comic Book Men. And this is Ming Chen, also from AMC's Comic Book Men. You are listening. And you're listening to the Ninja Starship Podcast with Jimmy McKnight. A favorite podcast. It has begun. Oh, yeah. Woo! I am awesome. Take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. What's up, everybody? We are live. It is 5 o'clock, and it is wonderful outside. Well, the snow's kind of going away, but it's still pretty nice compared to what it was. Uh, I am joined in studio, as always, by Jess on the ones and twos. Hey. My pizza-loving friend, Wookie Will. What's up, guys? And in studio, our guest this week is SourcePoint creator and author of The Rot, Mr. Dave Hayes. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well. What's up with you guys? Oh, you know, it's just wonderful to have you here, actually. I love having in-studio guests. It's fun, and it's a holiday. It is. It's a WrestleMania holiday. And it's Walking Dead finale day. True. How do you think that's going to play out with Walking Dead and WrestleMania being on at the same time? I think DVRs are going to be overheated (laughs) (laughs) across America. I mean, you know, the WrestleMania is on the network. Yeah. So, I mean, you're streaming WrestleMania, you're recording The Walking Dead. and Right. So I think WrestleMania is going to win because everybody can stay off social media for a minute and then go back to watch Walking Dead. I think the wrestling fans, yes. But I think uh, but there's so many more Walking Dead fans. You know, number That's one true. show That's true, yeah. ever or something like that. Right. <laughs> they even have a Talking Dead after because Walking Dead's just that great. It's true. It's, it, true. it's totally true. It's and, you know, but, you know, again, I can't complain. It's the, uh, 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 what you would call it, the mainstream minimization, that's a word, mm-hmm. of uh, horror. <laughs> a word? Dude, that's a genius word. Mainstream minimization. Mainstream minimization. 
It's comics too, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just in, in general, you know, it's it's geeks through the world now. You yeah, hundred percent. It's, it's the greatest time to be alive. Yeah, it really yeah. is. This is, a, this is a time where like dudes that look like Kirkman can get laid, right? Yeah, so much. that means we all got shots and paid. I mean, <laughs> he's he's hooked up right now. Well, I mean, I've been watching the uh, that. It's called The Death of Superman Lives. Really? Yeah. Great movie. It's, it's oh, so I good. haven't seen it but yet. It's just this, it. comparing, you know, the 90s to now and just how, like, how the difference is in just culture and in terms oh, yeah. of, like, oh. comic book stuff. You know, <laughs> the 90s was, was, was slowly getting more popular. But now it's – that's what controls the studios. That's what controls the TV. Mm-hmm. That's what controls mm-hmm. – you know, the box office. I mean, look at whenever a new comic movie drops now. It's the one with the box office. It oh, does yeah. millions. Well, you guys are way too young, though, because this happened on TV in the 70s. When I was a kid, comics controlled TV. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your yeah, primetime TV. Hulk and Hulk, yeah. Wonder Woman and Sp- the live-action Spider-Man. Yeah. They were all running at the same time. And they had TV movies, too. They had the Doctor Strange TV movie. Red Brown was Captain America. You know, Comics, it's cyclical. It oh, was, yeah, it yeah. Really it cool. was big then, took a break, and now it's coming back stronger yeah. than but ever. But anyone who hates Superman versus Batman needs to watch the death. What? The, the, the death of Superman lives. Yeah. Death of Superman oh, lives. Man. Oh, man. This. What we almost had. Yeah. Makes Batfleck genius. <laughs> genius. Yeah, they were showing you, like, they wanted to have what Nick's Cage suit might look like for a short time. Was <laughs> Wasn't just, it like super muscly? Yes. And, and it was just, it, it was like neon flashing blues. And they were saying that it was only for like two scenes. Mm-hmm. Cause it was like, they're going to do the doomsday kills him. And then like his friend robot that his dad made to be like his nanny and companion for him was going to like become his suit and revive him back to life. It was just right. this well, weird man. Jor-El, not, not like Jonathan. Kent. Yeah. Right. I'm right. of this corn thresher <laughs> after I let all them kids on the school bus die but like because I would Tim right. Burton wanted um, he wanted Brainiac to just be a head with Spider-Man of spider legs kind of something like you would see a Mars like attacks. Toy Story with that baby yes. thing yes oh creepy or Wild Wild West do you remember the, the creature in that yep oh yeah okay that horrible awful thing was supposedly going to be like the big bad Okay. In, in in this Superman Lives. Man, maybe, yeah. maybe there's reasons that things don't <laughs> he was, happen he was sometimes. Fight a giant spider because spiders are the most deadliest killing things in nature. This is the producer. And <laughs> wow. why? Because why? That's exactly. I've I won, like them. The producer was crazy, though. He was just like, I've won 500 street fights. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing about that. <laughs> yes, he, like, he says that in this interview like three or four times. Like, his 500 street fights. Like, who who was, who was took the tally on that? Like, <laughs> did you count every one when you went home and you're like fucking, uh, well, he you would know, call Rumble his, Diary or whatever? He would call his mom and she would like like notch his old bedpost <laughs> yeah. in the room. <laughs> mom, I got another one. Got you. <laughs> but um, that guy's total Hollywood. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I was working out there for a long time and made a bunch of bad movies. <laughs> and he just happened to make money. Hey, dude, They're Werewolf in like Heat the- is amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so full of blood and tits. Like, what more could you want from a low-budget horror movie? It rules. Well, it eliminates all the other things you don't like, like story, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. camera work. Who, <laughs> who, needs, who needs story in a movie, okay, when there's blood and tits? Exactly, like exactly. Which Superman, Batman again. Right. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. That's all we're missing. Speaking of, okay, we, we, we kind of got to, you know, because we, we have, this is why we're expanding to two hours because we always run out of stuff you know or run out of time and we have so much to talk about still the world of media right um batman v superman right now stands the last time i looked it up on google 424.1 million dollars this movie has made so far off of a 250 dollar or 250 (laughs) dollar yeah right 250 million dollar budget which is 171 million profit so even if the people that said it sucked hold on hold on Hundred fifty million in marketing. Oh, true. Yeah. Okay, but okay. and also those, though, Seven Eleven cups. It had the <laughs> it had it had the biggest drop in box office from last weekend to this weekend. Really, it's dropped like it, it compared to like other compared to like what Star Wars had yeah, or compared so to like Star Avengers Wars? and stuff. No, it just oh. it, it, no. in terms of no one's seen it twice. But it had a bigger Monday. Yeah, than the other ones. But this weekend it's doing the information, like, like it's man. still it's still coming number one probably this weekend, but mm-hmm. it, it's had a huge drop. Well, this is the way huh. th- this is the analogy that I kind of came up with the other day when I was stoned. I don't know how accurate it is, <laughs> but at least for me, um, I, you know, 
you got all these Marvel fanboys, okay? Like, the Marvel movies are like sitting in a jacuzzi, okay? You're sitting in a jacuzzi. You're nice. You're warm. You feel fucking good about yourself when you get out of the jacuzzi, and you know what to expect. This DC movie is like jumping from a fucking hot tub into the deep end of the fucking pool at the hotel. And for the first 30 seconds, you're like, whoa, holy fuck. You know, you don't know what to do. You're froze. You're kind of shocked. But if you just give it a second, you're having more fun in the deep end of the pool than you were in that jacuzzi. That's I. That's a really good analogy, man. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, how stoned do you have to be to come up with that? Dude, I was pretty fucking torched, man. <laughs> that's, that's really good. You know, that's like, you know, Poe level. Well, like, thank you. Like thank do you. some opiates. So, that's all you got That left. was profound and insightful. You should smoke weed more often. Like. <laughs> People should gift you weed. We may get Just come things, up with sweet analogies. Get, get them things stoned. done in this country. He's a mean machine. You just get them stoned. That's it. No, that's exactly right. Because you know the Marvel movies, they're they're light and they're fun and they're colorful and they're happy and mm-hmm. the good guy always wins, even when the good guy's a bad guy. The bad guy's, you know, and they're and we like them. Mm-hmm. And you know, DC wanted to go opposite. I'm not a big Zack Snyder fan to begin with because dude, like, is <laughs> I get it, I get it. Uh, his fix it in post, I think, is his mantra. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, we'll just fix it. And we'll just make it slow motion. I mean, I will give it to the guy, though. He does make a beautiful-looking movie. That is an agreed-on thing across the board. When we can see it. Yes. It was a little murky. Yes. but uh, And then that goes to the print, too, Mm because they're they're running these so many times. But I digress. Uh, They went darker on purpose. So they're pulling all their dark. None of these themes in this movie that people are bitching about were – were something that hasn't been in the comics before. That's true. They've all been explored. Excl- uh, even uh, Lex's red hair. He Lex's had red, red hair, hair back in the day. And and longer he lost red it. hair. That's why he hated Superman is because he well, made him bald. He had the, he had the hair in, in Smallville. Yeah, true. It's it's in Smallville opens with Lex having the hair. Mm-hmm. And then he Didn't lost he have blonde it. hair, though? Didn't he have blonde hair? He might have, but he yeah. lost it when Clark came to Earth. Mm-hmm. So when people are complaining about Superman, okay, I'm a minor Superman expert. Because last year I directed the Superman musical. Mm. They did it in 66. They hadn't done the, did the Midwestern debut. And I did this tons of research on Superman. Watched all the George Reeves stuff. I read as much as I could. George Reeves, that Superman, killed people. Yeah. No shit. He, he, two people found out Are who he was. Are you talking black and white? Black and the white. The old one, yeah, yeah. Second season, two people found out who he was. He, they're mobsters. He flew them to the top of a mountain and left them. <laughs> In a tux and an evening dress, respectively. <laughs> wow. Superman, he kills. Batman kills people. We're pulling from the Dark Knight. Yeah. and Well, he killed Zod in the, what is it, Superman 2? No, he just fell down a shaft. No one dies. Han Solo's coming All back. Right, you don't see Yeah, you don't see him <laughs> die. But he, he's gone. Okay. And, Han and then Solo everybody the went through, you know, a huge fit because he killed him. And in, in, I even talked to Neil Adams about this. And he's like, I'm like, well, what about the argument that he was a young Superman? And Neil goes, that's a stupid argument. <laughs> you know, and it's, I, I should, see his point. More people should be upset that Jonathan Kent wanted people to die to protect children, <laughs> innocent children, <laughs> except for the one kid who was innocent, the, the bastard bully. Oh, right. right. Him, yeah. Okay, Clark, let him die. Save the rest. And then you'll show everyone exactly what you get. It's karma. <laughs> <laughs> Then he kind of like he they kind of give him a little cameo in the in the new movie, you know. And you're like, as soon as I seen him, I'm like, oh god, you should have just stayed away, Kevin Costner. Like you're not helping this movie out in, at all. And like I, I'm speaking as a fan, like I I I loved a lot of this movie. There was parts that I were like, I was like, this this okay, no, like please, what are you doing? And then you find out, oh, it's a dream, or oh, right. it's this, and it's like, okay, I, I'll kind of buy it, but. After the you know second and third time, now that I've seen it, I I like the movie. I can't I can't I shit too. on it. I do too. I, I mean, I, I kind of said this last week. My opinion: the movie is just two movies mashed together poorly. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, it like, is. It's a lot. You can of tell movies, they. Yeah. Were, I think if they had just did Man of Steel two, you know, Death of Superman, I think that movie would have been a lot better. I think so. And uh, then they they just they took what they wanted to do, the Doomsday storyline, mm-hmm. and they're like, wait, wait. Let's still Batman Inks. We have to pay catch up to Marvel, even though we said we were going to catch up to them five years ago. Right. But we're going to play catch up. And so let's throw Batman in because we have to have Batman in our DC universe because he's one of our top guys. Mm-hmm. So let's throw him in. But let's keep the plot storyline and somehow make Batman fit into it without doing the proper build up. See, that's my unstone analogy for this is this is the, the Big Bang <laughs> Theory for DC. 
They, okay. they set off a narrative explosion of 700 different movies that can be made now. <laughs> and they did it all at one time. Yeah. I'm super excited for Wonder Woman, though. Yeah. Yo, and her like, music. Yeah. I, you know what I think? There's like Zack Snyder fell asleep one day, and someone really good came in and said, all right, I got all the Wonder Woman stuff. Let's just do it now. Yes. Let's just play while, that music. While he's napping. That was my favorite part of the movie, when, when she's fighting Doomsday. And yeah. They, every time they cut to her, her song comes back on. I was like, this is fantastic. Dude, the, the, and the when smile. she was just like, I've killed people from other worlds before. Like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yes. Reaching back like, to Hades. Like, yeah. and, and, but she was just like, she's like, she's like, I don't care. Like, because they're like, oh, he's like a Kryptonian monster or whatever. And her response was, I don't care who he is. Yeah. I can kill him. I've done I'm this. going to kill him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, I, I love how they really showed that she loves what she does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that whole, like she gets knocked the fuck down and then just smirks like, all right, let's do that. I was like, not only is that sexy as fuck, but it's so badass at the it same is. time. Well, and she was Batman a little bit, Superman somewhat were like kind of fighting strategically, but you sh- see what she was going for? Yeah. She was going for his ankles. She was going for his knees. Yeah, if you she call was, her an ankle biter. She was, <laughs> no, she was like, he's bigger than us. I'm going to take him out. And yep. she was strategically planning her attacks. Yeah, they, they put much more thought into Wonder Woman than they put into all the Batman motivation. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like for Batman motivation, like, all right, everyone read Dark Knight. All right, now this Wonder Woman thing, there are monies there. So <laughs> <laughs> let's really think about this. Then we've got Belgium in 1911. All right, we got World War I. Oh, yeah, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> all right. All right, well, we could talk about Batman and Superman forever. There is True. other news. There is other news, believe it or not. What? Uh, we have uh, the Powerpuff Girls come back tomorrow, 6 p.m., Monday, 6 p.m., on Cartoon Network. I am very excited for this because I was a huge fan of Powerpuff Girls when they first aired. What about you, Will? Um, same year, I enjoyed Powerpuff Girls when they first aired. Mm-hmm. I'm a little disappointed right now with Cartoon Network. I tried to do the Puff Yourself um, Avatar <laughs> thing, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. I could not get one that looked good for me. What? I was really hoping it would be kind of like the Nintendo does with their DS, where like you like take a picture of yourself and yeah. it kind of like gives you a better base. I was like, I can't, I couldn't buy anything. Dude, I think a lot of people agree with you because I know personally like three different people that are fantastic in Photoshop that made their own based off of what they got from the Powerpuff app or Powerpuff yourself or whatever, made their own. Yeah, I was. My buddy Aaron Coney gave his like a Detroit hat. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I was great, man. I was kind of just like, I. I just could not make one that looked good like me. I saw yours. I was a little jealous. (laughs) (laughs) I had to check in my own. The issue, I think, because I I was going to try it, and I'm looking at my face one day. And I'm pre-puffed, so I, I look. I kind of look like a Powerpuff Girl. So what are they gonna do? You know, make this pretty or funny? Uh-huh. No, no, Let's see, like, like my, my my me for my Wii. I can. I think they look pretty accurate for me. I can get kind of the hair I like. I can get the beard I like. I can kind of get my body shape a little good. Mm-hmm. I just I couldn't pull off the only beard option they gave you made you look like Dexter when he had the beard for that one episode. Mm-hmm. Like and they didn't really have any good short hair. Like you could do a short hair of a part, or you can do like going bald. Mm-hmm. Like I just I, I did not like it that much. I'm excited to see uh, Travis McIntyre's debut in this show though. Because uh, <laughs> one of the villains that they showed oh looks just like a, a Powerpuff version of Travis. It's awesome. He's and like he he's like the big stocky guy with the huge red beard. He looks like a big Powerpuff version of himself, <laughs> which is crazy to be. Like I'm saying, he's pre-puffed. He's pre-puffed. Um, other news. Uh, well, yeah, Voltron. We got a Voltron uh, trailer premiered at WonderCon, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, at WonderCon. It's going to be on Netflix. Yep, Netflix uh, premieres June 10th. Um, I was a fan of the old Voltron, even though it technically came out a year before I was, you know, existing. But I still saw it. Um, Loved it, especially being huge Power Ranger fans. I know you're a huge Power Ranger fan. This was something that was pre that, but definitely set the tone for things that we were going to love in the future. Anytime that you have giant robots fighting anything, I am so in. Oh, I, I feel you on the, on the old, old school though, though. One of my favorite cartoons properties now is He-Man. Oh, you know, yes. and that was, that, I was that the came biggest out two years, fan. two years before I was born. So by the time <laughs> I watched it, it was already like, Random syndication, but I still, man. Dude, I've got I've got <laughs> old photos and even old videos of me being on the couch, being like this little kid with my sword. Oh, I have the power. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I was He Man. I feel old as shit. 
<laughs> I do. What did you what, what did you My watch when school? you were younger? Yeah, Ultraman. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, jo- Johnny Sacco. Jo- Johnny Sacco. Oh, Johnny yes, Robot. Absolutely. Yeah. But see that all that all goes in the same sentai. You know, you know yeah. it's already you know without those, there's no Voltron. One hundred percent. There's no kaiju without Godzilla. That's course. true. That's but true. But then the TV shows, you know. Ultraman was great. Yeah, I remember watching Ultraman uh, reruns even when I was young. Yeah, yeah, I saw them in reruns too. There was they came out three years before I existed. Ah, see, the see, early you're 70s. one of us. Yeah, yeah you're still one of us. There's something awesome that predates you. See, there's just there's more more things awesome predate me than anything else. <laughs> Um, speaking of Netflix, we also got uh, a uh, well. Hollywood Reporter confirmed a possible Punisher spinoff because everybody loved John Bernthal so much in season two Daredevil. What? What are you shaking your head for, Will? Oh uh, no, I'm just bummed because like the storyline I would love to see season one Punisher be yeah. is what they did season two of Daredevil. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, like like. They already covered his origin stories. So now it's going to be just his first year of fighting crime. But see, even with, even with the same complaint of we don't need to see Batman's fucking origin story anymore, I don't really need to see the Punisher's origin story anymore. Like they 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 touched on it, and mm. and I think what they needed to touch on it with now they can actually move on, create him something new. That's the Marvel thing right there, because mm-hmm. Marvel is talking all about origin stories. So they're going to show us, you know, they, we got another, you know, Clark and. Or, or Thomas and Martha in the alley scene yeah. again, and uh, that was it. So we we're already to a point where they know that we know that they know that we know who they are, mm-hmm. and Marvel is still giving us more and more more origins. Well, I'm I'm really hoping in Civil War that there'll be very little time spent Spider Man's origin, and I'm hoping there'll be no time spent when they do the Disney Marvel Sony movie. Mm-hmm. It would be like. Nope. Do you guys know who he is already from the other movies and from Civil War? Here he is as a <laughs> member one, of wanting to be the Avengers. <laughs> one big flashback to the 70s TV show <laughs> with Nicholas Hammond, and they tilt the camera, and he'd pretend to crawl Hopefully it would just be a, a to the Japanese Spider-Man show. That was so cool. <laughs> uh, I was watching that the other day, and Turkish uh, uh, Captain America, have you seen that? No. So Turkey, the Turk exploitation movies in the 70s were great. There was one where Captain America teamed up with El Santo to take on an evil Spider-Man. <laughs> nice. It's horrible. Absolutely Sounds good, horrible. though. But, but genius. <laughs> right, right. You know. Horrible genius. So in like the Indian Superman movies, where mm-hmm. in the middle of it, Superman and Spider-Woman, who are teamed up, dance and sing. Mm-hmm. So great. Hell yeah. Um, now that we got you here, man. Yes. Let's talk about your stuff, why you're here, the whole reason you're here. So, uh, to announce that I'm going to be taking on Brock Lesnar next year at WrestleMania. Oh, what? You're here first, guys. That's right. <laughs> My uh, ring name is uh, Stain on the Mat, apparently, after that. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at a copy of The Rot, and yes. I'm, I am I didn't read it on purpose. I waited to, I, I waited, I waited until you got here. I never learned to read. <laughs> well, I wanted, I wanted to be surprised at everything, and I wanted you to be able to sell it to me like you would just, you know, somebody else at the con oh, who's yeah. never saw this totally. before. So I thought it would be way more authentic this way. I think he just wants you to read it to him. So we're going to spend the next 10 minutes of you just reading your comic to us. That's fine. <laughs> hey, man. I'm open to everything. Okay. <laughs> so, so, I mean, it's really going to be tough for your listeners to see the pretty pictures. Yo, well, yeah. So well, we can describe of, them. Jimmy, so Jimmy will describe them as you read the derivation. <laughs> before, we, before we get further, I do have to say that uh, Sean Seal, okay, friend genius. of the show, genius artist, the, the, his work in this book is so good. Okay, the first time I actually saw his work was in Nora. Right. Now that I've I you know what to expect now. Like he's going to lay it down and he captures oh, so much emotion in You his don't book. know what to expect. Okay, like, okay, all right. Well, yeah. Issue I, you know, 2 I, of this book. Yeah. Oh wow. That good, huh? Oh yeah. Oh dude, I I'm so excited. I love what he's doing. He's I amazing. Think, I, he is. He is. I think his like I said, man, I think his work just captures so much emotion in it. Okay? Like I straight up teared up right at the end of Nora. Just that last panel, and I—I I, I admit it, man. I was like, "Whoa, shit!" Like that's—that's that's amazing, it right there. It got me. It did. It totally <laughs> got me. Um, so please explain to me what the rod is about, and why are people going to want to read this book? Very cool. Uh, the rod storyline-wise, uh, the rod is—it's um, uh, designed for a much bigger world. So we're doing this uh, first three-issue miniseries of the current arc to make uh, it accessible, and ideally, we have 
multiple miniseries coming. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's about a guy named Dwight Cochran, and he's an assassin, and he goes to jail. And in jail, he develops a tumor okay, and uh, then finds God. So all of these, this maelstrom, he's been in jail quite some time, and he's dying, and he found God. He's, he's repenting, and uh, an evil little doctor guy comes up to him and says, hey, we can fix you. Mm-hmm. So he goes through like this. Like mentally? We can like. No, physically, mentally. Okay. We, we are going to cure your cancer. Okay. And, uh, and, of course, he doesn't want to be cured. He, he's This is his fate. He's accepted him. Right, he's, right. He's sinned a great deal. Right. And uh, so they put him through the process, and what it does is it augments everything. So his jealousy is augmented. Mm-hmm. Um, his killer instinct is augmented. The cancer itself is augmented. So now he can project it out, and it exudes from him. So he uh, can suck the life from people, and, and, and things die around him. So oh, cool. he's the rot, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, his whole goal now is to punish the wicked. Okay. But now he's an anomaly. He's this scientific, religious, you know, faith hybrid, and heaven's got a clue, and they, they, they don't want him around. Right. Hell doesn't want him around. The government gave him cancer to try and weaponize him. They wanted they wanted to bring him back into the fold. So now all these things are after him, and the CDC is chasing down what they think is a disease. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's left with screw you all. I'm going to punish anything that comes my way. Oh, sweet. And uh, this like all all the forces of everywhere are going for him. And there's some sneaky little things in there too that we're hitting to later, but. Uh, Everyone has an agenda in this world. So Everyone. This, this is the first part of three? This is the first of a three-issue miniseries. Okay. Uh, and the next miniseries will broaden and then broaden and then broaden and then broaden. Now, was this based – because I know you've made films. You, yeah. You, you made, uh, what, three or four different uh, films? I've been in uh, like 60, and then I've produced nine or ten, written ten, twelve. Okay. I'm just going off of what I saw at your booth. No, oh, that's what I had with me. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. And uh, you had Ron Jeremy – Featured in how many different ones? Uh, I've done four films with Ron. That's what it was. Okay, yeah. that's why I had four in my head. Right on. Because uh, I just watched, again, Werewolves and Heat before I came here. <laughs> You're picking the best ones to start I with, I love that's- it so much, dude. I really, really do. Like, it, there's just something about it. And I love how you show up as, like... You were like the the Jewish uncle. The the, the, yeah, the I was the uh, rabbi on Snapchat. Yeah, rabbi. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna loan you this movie. Well, I'm yeah, telling I'm you, like it's it. if you so like that, awesome. The the bloody bloody Bible camp is is uh, our big budget. I'm using okay. quotes for people who can't see me. Gotcha. Uh, uh, it's Ron's in that he plays Jesus. Okay, and uh, it's a uh, bloody bloody bloody. Bloody, bloody Bible Bible camp. camp. Yeah, it's okay. a seventy and eighty slasher uh, homage. Fantastic. Nice. And wh- where can people uh, pick up the you stuff? You can Amazon. See, you, you can know, previews. You can, uh, trailers. you can see trailers on my website, davidchays.com. Okay. But you can go to Amazon. You can go. Uh, you can stream it there, too. Um, not on Netflix yet. Uh, mm-hmm. Soon. Soon it'll be on Netflix. Fantastic, man. I knew as soon as I saw you, you were a big horror fan. Oh, yeah. Despite the shirt he's wearing. Oh, my. Can't, <laughs> can't crystal, crystal Lake shirt <laughs> yeah. for those that can't see. You know. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to take a break real quick, and then when we come back, we are going to take your calls and talk about WrestleMania. Well, here I am. Oh, wow, Mr. Sarcasm, yeah. I don't care if you've got 23 wrestlers around the outside, and it doesn't even matter, no, because I am ready. Before creation itself... There were six singularities. Hi, this is Ciara Hanna, the yellow Super Megaforce Ranger, and you are listening to Ninja Starship. The bubbles you know is gone! I'm hardcore now! This is a previously recorded episode... Back live from Podcast Detroit Studios in Ferndale, Michigan, above Activate Gaming. WrestleMania is the topic, gentlemen. Let us talk WrestleMania. Will, what is uh, what is your most anticipated match of the night? We've got Shane O'Mac and Undertaker. We've got Triple H and Roman Reigns. We've got the Divas Triple Threat match. Which I, one are you more excited for? I think I'm most excited for the Divas match. I fucking knew you were going to say I think, though, the... 
Undertaker Shane Mac match could steal the night. Mm. I really do too. Uh, that that believe it or not, out of all those though, I'm 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 really looking forward to another AJ Styles and Jericho match. I know it's we've seen it so many times, but anytime I could see the phenomenal forearm, I'm all in, man. So if you guys listened to the show late before the show, top rope review. Um, you would know that I'm a little disappointed. Nice plug, plug, plug. Yep. I'm a little disappointed because I really wanted to see a New Day versus Y2AJ for the belts at Mania. Yeah. So once that tag team broke up, my passion for the Y2J-AJ feud died a little bit. I, uh, I, you guys didn't mention the one, the one match that I want to see because I'm really, I think it's a lackluster card okay. overall. Uh, we're talking Lesnar Ambrose, the Lesnar Ambrose match. Because I, I'm, I'm looking back into my crystal ball of great wrestling past and seeing CCW Ambrose coming out once again, and this being an insane spot fest, just mm. insane. I, I do so. I'm not the biggest Ambrose fan. I've, I've definitely since they've let him do a little bit more craziness and let him be, I think, a little bit more what he used to be in the indies, mm-hmm. especially when he wrestled for Combat Zone. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm liking him a lot more. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of Lesnar. I just don't like the way they book him, especially since his return after UFC. Yeah, but how do you book him? I mean, that, the guy is legit UFC heavyweight champion. Yeah. He walked on to the Vikings because he felt like it. You know, how do you book that guy? Yeah, that, that's, see, that's a one in a million guy. the way guy. they used to book him, though, when he was more of just the big guy, but he's also the amateur wrestling background. And he would put on, I think he just like when him and, and Angle wrestled, they would put on some excellent matches. And now they just, instead of him wrestle, it's more of just a throw 100 suplexes and punch guys out, you know? But that's how they have to. I mean, that's he's... Yeah. Since he when, he, when he was, because I, when I was wrestling in high school and a little bit of college, mm-hmm. uh, people were talking about this Lesnar kid because he was much younger than me, but there was something there. Yeah. And at that time, that's when Angle was the big thing. Angle was huge, uh, amateur wise. Yeah. And so they come in together, and I'm having these wonderful matches I'm seeing with Angle and Lesnar of the, the two giants in amateur wrestling. So Angle goes off to TNA, of course, and then Lesnar. Goes off and decides to become everything he ever wanted to be. Right. So, like, his bucket list started to get filled up. Someone who fills up a bucket list, you cannot book like a normal human being. Right. Because he is legit larger than life. He is. Did you ever hear uh, Joe Rogan's uh, joke about Brock Lesnar? No. He's like, when you're next to a man as big as Brock Lesnar, the only thing running through your mind is, please don't fuck me. <laughs> 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 and like, I mean, you can see that too because the guy is just—he's—he's—he's he's, he's an anomaly. He's huge and he's fast. That's not two things that normally go together. And right. he's just one of them, you know, freaks of nature that can bring it, man. Like he's UFC champion, uh, WWF champion, WWE champion, IWGP. Like, yes, I mean, wait, 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 wait. Was he WWF champion? Yeah. 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 Okay. So you see he was, what I'm he was, saying? He was like, undisputed. He yeah. was the first undisputed. Wasn't so he? No, I mean, Jericho was. No. He no, he left with the belt. He was the one that separated the brand split. Mm. Yeah. I think. That was years ago. Who knows? Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Anyway, the dude's huge. Absolutely huge. And I and like as we talked about a little bit on uh top rope just before this, it was brought up that Dean would only be able to beat him in a no holds barred street fight where they can yeah. use whatever they want because exactly. size for size. Sorry, dude. The dude is the beast for a reason. You, you know, know? Who, you know who they program him with after this who? to win Owens. You think so? Oh, that'd be nice. You think so? Yeah. Like I like Owens, man. Like I, I, I do, but I don't know, man. I, I think w- without this, without what's okay. The undertaker Lesnar thing was more believable because they're both just monsters and right. undertaker has that persona about him. Now, with Ambrose, they're throwing in the street fight thing because right. big guy versus little guy. With Owens, I'm not sure that you know they could match it up just one on one. There would I mean, have to be some. I, I, what, but they're building up the prize fighter expert. Desperate prize fighter. Good point. Okay, it's gonna Good be point. it's gonna be the Rocky and Dog story. Good point. Right. So they, it'll auto, it, it won't turn Owens, and it won't. I mean, nothing's gonna turn Brock at this point. He's mm-hmm. he, he's reached this pinnacle where he's just this. You know, like I keep saying, he's he was the legit heavyweight fighting champion of the world, shoot fighting champion of things, killing people like mm-hmm. for legit. Hell yeah. You can't get around that. There's no way to take that back. 
Let's take some calls if we got them. 248-579-5295. Weigh in on your thoughts on WrestleMania. Uh, let's go into the triple threat match. All right, wait, wait, before we do that, let's talk about the Shane O'Mac under Undertaker match. Um, this is for control of Monday Night Raw and Undertaker holding on to his legacy because if he loses, he's out. He's gone. What this, do you think could happen? This, this, this match can go so many different ways. Um, up until last Monday Night at Raw, I really didn't think it was going to be actually Shane and Undertaker facing each other. Right. I was, I was, I really thought it was going to be like maybe Undertaker's actually siding with Shane and he was going to lay down for him because he mm-hmm. wants Shane to control the company or maybe save his job. Yeah, or maybe because there was no real reason for Undertaker to wrestle him. No, so maybe, so maybe he was Undertaker was going to be like, but he's, Vince, he's Vince McMahon's bitch, right? Yeah, so, like, like, you know what I mean? So I was thinking maybe it was actually going to turn into a surprise match where Vince was actually going to wrestle The Undertaker. Oh, I hope not. Yeah. Someone, I, uh, someone, they, someone's getting or, hurt. The dude's massive, someone, man, but, I mean, I'm sorry. I don't yeah, I don't know if he can just, take any more, you or know? Or just all of a sudden a new champion arises to wrestle the match. So I, I, I think this match of all the matches is the biggest toss-up of what will happen. And, and you know, I don't care so much about the match. I, I care more about the outcome. So if I could fast forward through the poor Shane McMahon offense mm-hmm. and, you know, the huge – there's going to be some massive spots. I'll see those. Please, Shane will jump off of something. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly ridiculous. The rumor is yeah. it's going to be a 65-foot drop at some point in the match. Oh, my God. That, I mean, that's – you know, that's – you know, you're I love the, that shit, though, man. It's great. You're watching <laughs> the stunt show. But I, I have concerns for Undertaker, mainly because, you know, he – the last WrestleMania, uh, he beat whom? It wasn't Lesnar. It was, it was Wyatt. Wyatt. So uh, he he did he did some of his stuff uh, with with Bray Wyatt. So and it was really limited in that match. Um, the the Lesnar match before that, he was wow, uh, just out of it. You know, mm-hmm. we saw him just get brutalized there. There there comes a time when when you start to feel bad, and you're like, I don't want to see this guy get hurt. I don't want his legacy to end like that. No, I, I no, especially this way, you know, where it's like if you don't win, it's gone. Sorry. Right. Like so so corporatized. You know what I'm saying? For right. someone who's that legendary of you know, he's one of the he, I think he is. He's like the last legendary character in WWE at this point. Uh, I mean, Kane to some extent. To some but not, not at that level. You yeah. know what I mean? Like people love Kane, don't get me wrong. Right. Like, Kane is bad as fuck, but Undertaker has that. He's the last one he, yeah, to, to bridge the gap between, you know, the, the uh, old and the new, the old and the new, the, yeah. from attitude back to, you know, uh, the, the good, the good old survivor series days. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's true, man. But I, I don't want to, I don't want, I, you don't want him to lose, you know, but then, but Shane can't lose. And then what see, do we do? See, that's why I like, I was talking with Bob, uh, host of it and the D, uh, at the falling down beer company about this at their third anniversary yesterday. And, uh, Plug, 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 yes. plug, plug, plug. And, uh, 20% by volume. 20% by volume. <laughs> and, uh, he, he, like, he had mentioned that, you know, even though in the Hall of Fame, uh, which Sting was inducted into the Hall of Fame, he said he's retired, he's done. Uh, what if in this match, lights go out, Sting shows up, comes down from the rafters, hmm. Changes the whole game. Yeah, I mean the, the the biggest thing that worries me is now that like you know dirt sheets exist and there's so much like behind the stage stuff is so well known. It's like it's everything that's been told and heard is that Shane was came on as a short term contract to work this program. So it's like even if Shane does win within a month, probably Shane will be gone and. You know, Steph and Triple H be back in power. Yeah, well, in or they're month, bringing yeah. another manager type thing. You know, well, there's going to be blowback if he wins, guaranteed. Like there will be something that they will, especially Triple H and Stephanie are going to do because they are not going to just take, you know, Shane taking control of Monday Night Raw lying right. down. They're and not Taker going to. Will, you know, Taker will be gone too. And what's in the so box? These are, these are two part timers. Well, but I mean, in Undertaker, if you look at him in the last three years, he normally only wrestles Mania. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's done a little bit more this year than he did the previous year. Right. But so it's pretty common for Taker to, to only be seen, you know, a few months before Mania and then not the rest of the year. But it's just like the only thing I can think of is they're going to have Shane go over because Undertaker wants to retire. And they, you know, just because he's gone doesn't mean he's going to be gone. I mean, 
Look at Ric Flair. Look at Hogan. How many times they've made comebacks. That's or, who's coming back. Hogan? That's Shane's calling Hogan. Yeah, I think Hogan. <laughs> like I said, he's going to show up with his 10-inch penis and then just, you know, rule WrestleMania. Not, not Terry Bolita's 6-inch yeah, penis. Not his, no, the Hulk Hogan the Hulk Hogan's whole spiel 10-inch yeah. penis. It's the Dilster, yeah. dude. <laughs> Come on, brother. Um, so do you remember uh, when we went to Raw, okay, at uh, – at uh, uh, Joe Lewis. How can I forget? The return of Shane O'Mac. Shane O'Mac. The return oh, of Shane O'Mac. When they, uh, he said, and I want what's in that box. They haven't really touched on that at all. What do you think could be in the box? Percy Pringle's Hall of Fame ring that his kid pawned. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really, really hoping that it's either going to be classic Attitude Era storyline where it's like a fraternity test that Stephanie is actually not Vince's daughter, <laughs> or like you know, or, or like him, or it, it was Vince picture, pictures with Vince cheating on Linda with like a, a former diva or something, or it's gonna be actually um, a will that Vince had signed, a little Vince that, that was giving before they blew Shane the company, you know. <laughs> Oh, like when, yeah, up. when all that went down, and he's like, he made some deals and all this and that. Yeah, so it, it's, it, it, I'm, I'm really hoping that they're going to go like an old school. Because at one point, there was a storyline when Steph was pregnant with her first kid that Vince wanted to do a storyline that was his kid. Like, he's all about doing, like, he, he doesn't care because to him, in his mind, there's Vince McMahon. Yep. And then there's Vincent Kennedy McMahon, the personality, the right. boss, you know? And so, like, to him, he doesn't care what the one is because it affects the other one. So he's all about doing crazy storylines. What if Shane gets WCW back? That's what's in the box. That would be sweet. Yeah. But no, I, but I, I think if Shane wins, he's winning because they want to do the brand spread again. So Shane McMahon's in charge of Raw. Yeah, there, and there, there is. And Stephanie that, that will have SmackDown. And it's going to be the McMahon versus the McMahons. Kind of bring back a, a, another another uh, Raw's War style yeah, deal where it's Raw versus SmackDown. Only McMahon versus McMahon. Yes. Yeah. Only Vince McMahon would do a brand split when half his roster is injured. <laughs> and make them fight over each other. <laughs> yeah. You know, so we don't have, have anyone. They have a lot of talent they can pull up from NXT that they that is ready to be pulled up. They have at least three. I think they have at least three people in the NXT roster that they can move up. And there's two that's kind of in between right now. Well, Enzo and Cass got to move up now. They have to come up. If they don't come up now, they're going to waste them. Yep. You know, Zane, is, who's kind of already full roster, is ready to come up. Bowers are ready to come up. That's a, I think Bailey's that's why, ready to come why, up. Why Zane did the job to uh, 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 Nakamura because, mm-hmm. you know, that was his going out. He put Nakamura over because when you leave your territory, yep. you, you put someone over when yep. you go. Yep. And, uh, uh, there he is. So put over Nakamura. He just sold Nakamura was, to, to everyone. I know we're not really talking about takeover, but I was really hoping that Balor was going to drop the belt to Samoa Joe so then Balor would come up on the main roster. I think that they're not going to give the belt to Joe, period. Because uh, I, I, I bet you the contract for Joe is he's the guy that comes in and you're here to make new NXT stars. Mm-hmm. You're legit. You're Samoa Joe. People know you. You're here to make stars. So we're not going to give you the belt because you will just lure it over. You know, yeah. How do you and, take it from him? Well, and also, like, he still wrestles a lot in the contracts. And so I, I think Samoa Joe's wrestling the contract he's happy with. Because, I mean, it's just one thing. I was really surprised when they made AJ main roster right away. You know, but they put Samoa Joe. Because both Samoa Joe and AJ Styles made early TNA. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, on the, on the plus side, uh, AJ coming into the main roster right away. The whole Bullet Club, they're going to pull up to the main roster, and I think they're. I'm planning a debut tonight. I think I yeah. think they might debut on Shane's side. That's what mm. I think might happen. Is that at one That's point yeah. the Bullet Club's going to come in and they're going to be the new Mean Street Posse. <laughs> you All know right, what I mean? all right. Like 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 not, not so much like in terms of actually right. being the Mean Street Posse, but in being like like Shane worked out a deal with them that if they help him win the match when he's in charge. He's going to help them be the people to face. And it's Solid almost like idea. A, but if anyone, if it, if it in any way prevents Pete Gas from showing up on my TV again, sweet, <laughs> I will take it. You know, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised though. It would be funny if they actually brought back the Mean Street Posse tonight. <laughs> oh man, let's. Uh, what are let's, they doing? They're all just like, still like, you got to pry them off their kegs <laughs> 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 to get them here. 
Let's uh, let's talk about the uh, triple threat divas match in closing here with uh, Charlotte versus Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch. Will I know you? Hold on a <laughs> He's got to put on his ring. Let rings. me put on my legit <laughs> boss rings as I let you know how it's going down. I think because a the booking usually for especially divas matches are very obvious, and Snoop Dogg just got inducted to the Hall of Fame. Snoop Dogg is going to be. It's so somehow, shiny, man. Somehow, You're blinding me. Yeah. 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 Somehow that. be involved with the match. Uh-huh. Um, and Banks is going to go over. Yeah. Because A, she deserves it. Very much She's so. She's extremely over with the fans. She's extremely talented in the ring. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think she's going to go over. And hopefully it will start a program with Becky and Banks feuding. And that, the re- and that instead of having a triple threat rematch, it's just going to be a Becky and Banks rematch. I'm all for Becky, but I really I, I think it needs to be mentioned that I give huge props to Charlotte for retaining such heat throughout this whole thing. Honestly, like she shows up, it's immediate, right. and her and Flair are just coming out, rocking it the whole time, smug as shit, making you hate them more. I mean that that was their job, mm-hmm. and they did it so good. Oh, he so always good. has. Though she learned from the best. oh hell yeah, yeah she did. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm reading comments, they're all like. Rick is ruining his daughter's career. I'm like, are you are you nuts? He's doing everything right. The guy knows what he's doing. He well, he's the guy. You know. And, and, guy. And I think I think of the three of them, depending on you know foreseeably, hopefully no major injuries. Mm-hmm. But I think of the three of them, she will have the longest career in WWE. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that will be her Flair legacy, but part of that will be. She's learning how to be one of the greatest heels. She's learning how to last. Yeah. Really. And, 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 she, and she she adjusted her personality a little bit. And mm-hmm. I think within a year, she'll adjust her personality some more and she'll find her own style. Mm-hmm. But she will always have that flair style to turn back to. Absolutely. I'd say Sasha's going to last as long, too. Sasha's legit. She's, yeah, yes. she is. Yeah, li- literally. She's yeah, legit. She, she's legit boss. <laughs> and uh, and you know, what do you think about Colin Bailey up? She 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 uh, gave Oscar the rub. I think she did. She did. I think I think Bailey is going to be. If she doesn't come in tonight at some point, Monday night on Raw for sure. She'll debut. Yeah, Sasha. You think so? Uh, so Sasha comes out with the title. She debuts on Monday night, and I'm unbeatable. No one's ever beat me. But you guys don't think Oscar's going to be the one? No, no. I mean, Bailey's got to come up first. Oscar's got to run. Oscar's got to run NXT. Okay. And Bailey beat Sasha for the NXT belt. Okay. So and, and they've already they've already firmly established. And she's, and she's got two out of the three, so she yeah. won both the rubber match. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they've already established that Bailey Sasha were he was a huge huge NXT. Bailey Sasha Charlotte, those mm-hmm. four were like the four horsewomen of mm-hmm. NXT. And okay. when they get together, then you bring up Oscar as I can kill you all. Yeah. I think I think <laughs> by next year, oh my god, she's amazing. So I think good, by next man. year's WrestleMania, Asuka will be up on the main roster for sure. Good. I mean, she's been in NXT for six months, and because she's an extreme veteran of the sport, she was the top woman in Japan. She's been wrestling, I think, for twenty years. Right. No. Yeah, her, and her what, performance is amazing. And what they're doing in, in NXT is essentially uh, acclimatizing her to uh, Western professional wrestling. Yeah. So when she she's got the belt now, she's solid. They're going to give her some time to work like that because she's still stiff. Yeah. She is still, you know, putting lights out on accident. Mm-hmm. So, you know, give her a little time because the minute she does that to like, one of the Bellas, yeah. the poor chick's head's going to fall off. Yeah. <laughs> Just no, fly true, into the, in the third yeah. row. Uh, who do you think uh, for special appearances tonight? Who do you who do you see showing up? I mean, it's going to be the given. He's a real American. <laughs> That's what I said earlier, man. I really I know, do. I man. want. I think I want Hogan to show up so bad. I think, I, th- I think there's still too much negative heat on Hogan from outside media for him for WB to be really open with. With him. the porn thing, with I mean, yeah, they won't even acknowledge then, China. Well, then, she's a, she's an then, active porn and then star. The, the, the video of the years ago that surfaced about his daughter. He's still he's still getting some slack. He's still being blackballed for that. He comes in and Snoop beats him. Oh, Just beats the hell out of him. <laughs> see, <laughs> right on the ramp. But see, at the same time, though, like that would work because that would be like, like he's he's going to let that happen. I think it would, a lot of people would be okay with it. Hogan yeah. doesn't need money any. Well, they haven't paid yet, so he needs money still. But he'd do it for for a buck. Yeah. Oh, I think he would. I think Hogan, he would. Absolutely. We're not even, you're not even going to get down the aisle. Snoop yeah. Dogg's going to come out and, and just, just you know lay you out. <laughs> just beat you with the butt of a gun. You just pistol whip you. Hell yes. Because <laughs> of Snoop I mean, Dogg. I mean, he's a street fighter. 
You don't yeah. want to mess with that. They'll fight dirty. Someone will chew your damn air off well, like well, he Tyson your ass. six feet away from him with his arms. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah, he's, he's got like, super he's like arms. 80 feet long, so <laughs> but I, he's going to hold what his head back while he's trying to swing be? at him. Snoops? Yeah, what would Snoops' walkout music be? Gin and juice. That's what I was going to say. Gin and juice. Come on. Hell yeah. Or Gangster um, Paradise. For those that don't know, uh, WrestleMania, you can either pay the exorbitant uh, pay-per-view fee or if you go to the WWE Network, you get it for free with the $10 monthly subscription. No, you can sign up for free right now. Oh, yeah, it's you, all free? It's well, all free? You get a free month. You get a free, oh, a month. free month. So you can actually watch WrestleMania free yeah. on the network and then tonight. Dallas. And then ultimately, if you are someone who watches even the main three pay-per-views, mm-hmm. um, just the Rumble, Mania, SummerSlam, it's still a better deal to sign up for the the um, network for a month or for the year than it is to buy each of those pay-per-views individually. So I definitely think WWE got smart with that. And the network, in terms of fans watching pay-per-views, is a good, smart investment. Right on. Uh, guys, we're going to watch WrestleMania tonight. Things are going to be absolutely amazing. We're going to have... Lots to talk about next show on our two-hour premiere. Wait, Woo-hoo. real quick. What? Go ahead. Can we say who thinks going to be the heavyweight champion after the night? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead, go ahead. I who? think I think Triple H is going to retain. Really? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Oh, with him and Reigns, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I don't, and I'm I, maybe I'm not speaking for everybody, but I don't want to see Reigns get it. I really Vince don't. hates the fans, so uh, Reigns is over. <laughs> you think so? Reigns is on top. All right, all right, all right. He will tell you what to like, Dave. It was an absolute honor to have you in here, man. I love it. Thank you guys. Dude, we want to definitely have you back soon. Uh, go ahead. Plug your social media and stuff where everybody yeah, can um, find you um, and get your stuff. Come on over to davidchayes.com. That's my website. You can go to Facebook uh, slash Abnormal ENT. That is my Facebook page. Uh, come in. Find some cool st- stuff. Watch trailers on the site. Buy movies. Buy comics. Do what thou wilt. Hell yeah. Uh, Will, go ahead. Plug your social media. Uh, you guys can find me at at Willow's Pizza on Instagram, and thank you for the new followers I've gotten. I'm pretty sure the show has helped out my follower game a little bit. Good, good. That's awesome. Uh, everybody, thanks for listening. If you did just tune in and missed the show, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher, or your favorite podcast listening app. Uh, please hit that subscribe button. That way you never miss a show. Uh, leave us some iTunes reviews because those are very important. And also, you can email the show, ninjastarpod at gmail.com. Tell us what you think of the show. Until next week, that's a show. This is a previously recorded episode.